Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Chad writing in, he says, in Christmas of 1988, he got a Wayne Gretzky jersey. Half was Oilers and the other half was Kings. There you go. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Thanks for checking out the show tonight. It is uh, our last live show before Christmas. We're going to do a best of show tomorrow, and no wisecrackers. It's not two hours of dead air. We actually found some stuff to put on. Uh, it's going to be fun, but uh, you will hear my voice tomorrow. But I will not actually uh, be uh, live on the radio. It's what we call a pre-packaged show, and then Monday. Face-off show, 6 o'clock, game at 8, Oilers at Flames as they get back at it after the COVID-slash-Christmas break. Of course, uh, you heard Ken Holland on Oilers Now earlier today, and we played the clip in the first half hour of Inside Sports. Ken Holland saying the Oilers will practice on Boxing Day, will still fly to Calgary on the day of the game just to make sure they uh, have positive tests and everybody's healthy and ready to go. But uh, as Rob and I were talking about, still probably a, a depleted lineup as four of the players will still be in COVID protocol. Keith Nurth, Lagason, and Pugliarvi. You got Russell still hurt. You got Nima Linen still hurt. So they're going to have to call some guys up and uh, maybe once again play with fewer than 20 players. So another story to watch for there for uh, your Edmonton Oilers. Okay, he joins us every week during the hockey season. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers. He is powered by Sentinel Storage Shop, Canadian store. Canadian try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Oh, awfully darn excited, Reed, because Santa Claus is coming <laughs> on Friday night, right? And so our little grandson, Maverick, is excited. And in fact, Maverick is over here visiting with Grandma and Grandpa. So uh, we're going to share some good Santa Claus and Christmas stories. Yes, well, I, I, I hope that uh, Maverick can hear me right now saying how much I enjoyed visits from Santa as a kid. So there you go. It's going to be special. And uh, that was Christmas for you as a grandparent. Has the, the outlook changed? The routine changed at all? <laughs> well, I loved it as a kid. I loved it as a parent. And I think I'm having even more fun as a grandparent. And just to see the excitement. Maverick is going to be four uh, in February and there's a noticeable step or change from last Christmas to this Christmas. And, and uh, he likes to show us on the iPad the, uh, the Lego things that he's hoping Santa might uh, leave on Friday night and all these other little things that he's uh, hoping for. Fingers crossed. But he's been a really good boy, so I know Santa has been paying attention. Well, that's that's awesome. And, I, yes, I certainly hope Santa has been paying attention, Kelly. So that's... Uh... <laughs> that's that's uh, that is good to hear. Um, you, you know, it's uh, it's a tough time, obviously, for I think a lot of different reasons. And I've I've always found there's a little bit of stress with the holidays, even without yeah. COVID and stuff. You're, you you know, mm -hmm. there's stuff to do. There's uh, I, I know things are different this year, but often there's 
things to plan with people or presents to wrap and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. But you, we were talking just before we got on air here. Uh, you found something particularly uplifting in the recent days. What, what's the story there? I did. I, I'm always cheering for guys. And, uh, you know, I think the misconception out there is that once you're an NHL player, you're going to be a guy in the league for 12 or 15 years, right? But most of the guys, it's a battle to stay in the game. And so for me, Garrett Sparks was called up from uh, the minors uh, to play a game for the LA Kings. And in an unlikely uh, fashion, uh, Cal Peterson out with COVID, and he got a start. Uh, Garrett Sparks did, and he won. And uh, it was just very emotional to watch his press conference after. And he talked about the battle. Like, he, it's, it's, he really had to work hard on himself. Uh, two years ago, he was down in the East Coast Hockey League. He uh, was making $600 every two weeks, and he had to fight his way back to the National Hockey League level. And just to see the raw emotion of that presser was, it was really uplifting to see a guy like that really appreciate getting another opportunity and not taking it for granted. And I'm sure he's, he and his family are gonna have a wonderful holiday season. Well, uh, Garrett Sparks, uh, pretty sure he shut out the Oilers several years ago in kind of a spot start with mm -hmm. the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And it is interesting hearing those things. I mean, Brendan Perlini after, uh, uh, after the Oilers game where he got a goal and an assist against yeah. Columbus, he kind of said, like, playing in the NHL isn't pressure. Like, pressure is what people yeah. in, in the – I can't remember what industries he, he exactly he yeah. said, but his point was people who are fighting to save lives or in the military or whatever. He mm -hmm. said, like, that's pressure. He goes, as a pro hockey player, what do I have to worry about? Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I heard that also from Perlini. And I just, uh, uh, Louis DeBrusque and Jack Michaels were talking about his attitude and 25 years old and, and trying to stick around National Hockey League and just a wonderful attitude every day. And that's what we all have to remind ourselves this time of year. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, Santa Claus, your, do you have a favorite Christmas gift from your life? I do. Or one you, you're still thankful for. I do. So I remember growing up on 159th Street uh, in Elmwood. And, uh, you know, those Christmases, I just looked forward to them so much. And uh, we used to get stocking stuffers, not much. And we didn't get many presents. Uh, money was tight for our family. But I remember, and I always hoped every Christmas I was going to get what we used to call dinky toys. Now, I don't think dinky toys, well, I know they're not. I researched it. They, they stopped making those in 1979, and uh, they're a part of the Matchbox uh, toy company, and I think people around my age uh, might remember those. They were unbelievable, and then that sort of morphed into Hot Wheels, which I loved, um, but that was years later, but I always, always loved those little dinky toys, and I, I pretended I was either a truck driver or racing my car around or a fireman or something like that. Those are incredible memories for me. How about you, for you, Reed? Uh, you know, I've been pretty lucky over the years. Uh, I've got some, some pretty cool things, you know, usually from mom and dad, but the, the yeah. one thing that still stands out, all these years later, and it's interesting given the the profession I wound up choosing and have been able to do for a little over right. 20 years now, I, I was probably, I'm going to say between 8 and 10. It's tough to remember the exact year, but they got me a little tape 
recorder thing, but right. it was like it had the, the tape deck and a, and a single speaker, so you could listen to the radio on it as well. And okay. it had, you know, the internal microphone that was just mounted next to the speaker. So, right. uh, and it, I was at the point where I was starting to listen to the music of the day. Like, I was, you know, I was getting into Brian yep. Adams and Corey Hart and whoever, sure. you know, when I was early yep. 80s stuff. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I had the odd tape, like I had my own tapes that I could actually play on this thing. <laughs> And then yeah. I could listen to the radio. And it's interesting because in those days, 630 Ched played music, as you probably yeah. remember. Sure. And yeah. you'd keep a blank tape in the uh, in the tape deck. So if your song came on, you ran over and hit play and record. <laughs> and pirate, that, that's what music pirating was like back in those days. And given that it had a microphone, I would record myself either doing like play-by-play uh, -play play of made-up games or just sure. doing... Uh, you know, telling stories where I do the voices for all the characters, which sometimes I do on Inside Sports. Uh, I like it. So that's 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 what I always remember because I just remember, you know, interacting with that that tape recorder. That's not the official thing it was called, but whatever it was called, uh, right. interacting with that so much after I got it. So that still sticks out in my head. And oh, now, that's... and now I'm just happy to get socks because I'm always going through socks. <laughs> well, we love it. Uh, Don and I haven't exchanged gifts in a number of years, but uh, we still like to uh, get a little something for our kids and now our grandchildren. And so that's where our uh, uh, our our Christmas is spent. But we like things for our family, so we'll do things like I said. We don't exchange gifts, but we'll do things that will. Uh, encompass all of our family and of course uh, not to be a downer but we are following all Alberta Health Services protocol um, when even when we get together right now we're taking a rapid test I had a haircut today and I had to go take my truck into the shop and so I thought you know I better take a rapid test today just in case if I'm positive I don't want to transmit that to somebody that I might see in my day and that's just a different world and I, I'm accepting of that. Kelly Rudy joining us at Inside Sports. So when you played, I mean, I think sometimes the Christmas break was only the 24th and 25th. They didn't That's have right. Boxing Day yeah. like now. So, and then you lived on obviously both coasts of the United States. Was was there anything memorable you could, would, would, like, would you spend Christmas with teammates or was that time to get away from the teammates? Like what would usually happen? No, it was usually with my family. So Early on when we're in New York, we didn't have children. Uh, I remember one Christmas, Donna's mom and dad came and joined us. Uh, I remember uh, Don and I having a couple by ourselves um, as a young couple. And then when our children came along, there was typically just us. And uh, I remember in Los Angeles, my mom and dad were able to join us for Christmas. Um, and so it was typically for us not spent with teammates but we really cherish those two days and uh, i do believe it's a great thing now how the players get uh, three full days off i think it's important um uh and i uh, you know a little bit envious that uh, they have the three and and sometimes for depending on which team you might get four but uh i know for us uh it was a, it was a i can only speak for myself it was a real challenge for me to play in the holiday season and that's just because i loved the christmas break so much i love christmas day uh, uh, you know i really enjoyed it with my family and and I always felt badly for my coaches when they started me on Boxing Day because typically I was horrible. And so I felt like going into the coach's office and go, really, have you looked at my record on Boxing Day? Uh, you know, this isn't the best day of the year for me to be <laughs> in the net. But, uh, uh, yeah, but but I, I 
it was always then and uh, late in January where I really struggled to stay focused. And uh, that's just because you're sort of the dog days of the season. But Christmas by far is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should touch on some of the news of the day, and that's no Olympic participation for the NHL, which I think, given what's happening, I yeah. mean, a couple a couple of weeks ago it might have surprised us, but I, I don't think today it surprises us. You know, Ken Holland was on with Stoff earlier today and said uh, he feels mostly sorry for A, the fans who won't see best on best, and B, the players, especially the guys who haven't gone, like Connor. Yeah, well, 100%, right? And uh, I do feel for those guys and uh, and the fans. I mean, you know, I you know, I still remember the golden goal. Um, I wasn't a part of that broadcast, but it's still a special memory for me. Uh, I've been a part of uh, three Olympic uh, games in, uh, uh, in terms of broadcasting, and those are very, very memorable. But the right decision was made. And uh, they're, they're, that time now is you... No, also read uh, the NHL is going to have to fit in all those games in, in that what was supposed to be a break. And now they're just going to ram in as many games as they can. And so uh, for some of us that weren't going to be included in the broadcast, uh, what looked to be like a two week break, we might be busier than ever, uh, yourself included. So that's what our, our life is going to look forward or look like uh, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess uh, I guess we'll see about the next uh, next Olympics if they're going to be able to go to that one. Well, Kelly, uh, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Of course, best of the season to you and your family, and I hope uh, I hope you got the cookies and milk out for Santa on Friday oh, night. 100%, so, uh, oh, 100%, Reed. Maverick's going to have a haul there. All of us have to go to bed early on Friday because Santa comes, right? And we'll we'll track him on the radar, right? So we do all that. The NORAD radar, we always track Santa and the reindeer. Yeah, Kelly Rooney and Santa getting ready for Christmas for Kelly's grandson maverick kelly joins us every week on the show he's powered by sentinel storage shop canadian store canadian try four weeks free visit sentinelstorage.ca i guess i didn't totally because kelly and i asked each other favorite christmas gifts i guess i didn't totally answer my own question because for you guys i said sports related mine wasn't really sports related um i i one thing that was really cool when red deer was hosting the world juniors in 95 and canada played a game in edmonton and a game in calgary I got tickets to, and it was on New Year's Day, I believe. Canada played Finland on New Year's Day. So I got tickets to that game. I remember going to that with my mom and dad. That was pretty cool. That was back when I was just a young lad, Kellen Kennedy, back in the days before high-definition television. Who would you have seen on that team? I'm just trying to remember what vintage that would have been. Well, that was the lockout year team, right? So... Oh man, who was on that one? Now it was re- really, it was really good. I think Ryan Smith was on that team. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, was Alexander Dague on that team? I think Jose Theodore was uh, one of the goalies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to give it a quick Google now. Uh, yeah, Wade Redden was on the team. Right. McCabe. Uh, who else? Jason Allison, Eric Daze. That's right. Uh, Todd Harvey, Darcy Tucker. Jason Botterill. So, yeah, it was a pretty good team. That's a good team. And that was the last year at the World Juniors. They did not have uh, – that was the last year without playoffs. Right. 
right? right? Uh, that was the last year they just had a round robin, and whoever finished first got the gold medal. So that was, uh, and then the, the next year, or was that the second last year? It might have been the second last year. Now, Mooner and I were talking about this the other day. I'm going to give it a quick Google on the fly here. It might have been the, okay, so the 96 was in Boston. I Boston. Think, yeah. Yes, and they had playoffs that year. So that was the first year they had quarterfinals, semifinals, and a gold medal game in Canada beat Sweden. So, yeah, the 95 tournament hosted by, by Red Deer. But this was the interesting thing. Uh, the games were played uh, all over Alberta. I mean, mostly kind of in, in central Alberta, in the Edmonton and uh, Calgary uh, corridor, so to speak. Right. But uh, I think Innisfail had games. I think Camrose had games. I think Spruce Grove had a game. Like I mentioned, Canada and the United States, uh, or Canada played a game each in Calgary and Edmonton. So it was actually New Year's Day, 95, the game I went to, and uh, Canada beat Finland 6-4. So, yeah, where were the uh, Leduc? Innisfail, Stetler, Rocky Mountain House, Wetaskiwin, Sherwood Park, Lacombe, uh, Camrose again, Stetler, Pinoca. So Red Deer was kind of the home base, and Canada played most of its games there. But they uh, they went all around Alberta, which doesn't doesn't happen anymore. I mean, now there might be a couple of host cities, but they those two places will host all the games. They they don't really go to smaller communities anymore. So that was a cool Christmas gift I got back. Uh, Back for Christmas, nineteen ninety-five, New Year's Day game between Canada and Finland at the World Juniors. That was uh, that was fun. That was very fun. Of course, this year's World Juniors, there will be pre-tournament games tomorrow. Canada's going to play Russia at Rogers Place at five. We had Canadian captain Caden Gooley on the show to start off at six oh five, and then the games start for real. Start for real on uh, Boxing Day. Canada plays the Czech Republic. They play Austria on the 28th, Germany on the 29th, Finland 5 o'clock on uh, New Year's Eve, top four in Canada's pool, make it through to the quarterfinals. So obviously Canada's going to advance, just a matter of exactly where they're going to be seated. No Spengler Cup for Canada this season. I mean, we had Devin Dubnik on the show a couple of weeks ago. The former Oilers goalie has uh, signed on with the Charlotte Checkers in the American Hockey League and was playing a couple games there and then was going to go be in the Spengler Cup would have been the third time in his career would have already been the third time because he went once as a 20 year old went during the uh, work stoppage in 2012 and uh, he was going to get to go again but unfortunately now Canada not going to compete in the Spengler Cup also remember if you had or if you have world junior tickets you should be contacted by Hockey Canada by the end of the day tomorrow to find out what's going on capacity limited to 50% in Edmonton and Red Deer. And for Oilers tickets, you will find out next Thursday, December 30th. The Oilers with a little more runway here because they don't play a, uh, a home game until the second week of January. So with the capacity restrictions, they got to decide who's going to what game and whatnot. So uh, you can expect something by the end of the day tomorrow from Hockey Canada if you have World Junior tickets. The one and only Jack... Michaels will regale us with his presence next on Inside Sports. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.